Hello, welcome to yet another episode of the world's least popular podcast. Um, I'm Simon Robinson. I'm David Silito. And I'm Samuel Higgins. Always, you always Samuel Higgins. Always. Always. Never change. Not even on a weekend. Nope. Not even tempted. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, so this week, I mean, the, the interesting cases are, it would appear, uh, sparse. So we come up with one that isn't interesting. <laughs> yeah, isn't interesting. Oh, well, well, it sort of is, but it's not like you know, um, it's not salacious. No, kind of yeah. dramatic, is it? But... So it's a case of Ryan versus Southwest Ambulance Service NHS Trust. Um, Sam, <laughs> right. So uh, it's uh, Employment Appeal Tribunal. EAT is this EAT? Always abbreviate. Okay, EAT. That's the Employment Appeal Tribunal, so I never yeah. assume people know the abbreviation. Yeah, and if you're ever in London looking for the Employment Appeal Tribunal, don't type in EAT or it will just take you to a sandwich shop. Yeah, yeah. Useful <laughs> life information, that, <laughs> yeah. thank you very I've, much. I've, I've had that happen to me. So. Have you? Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you yeah. want the time Dave Colton had spent two hours making submissions to the weekend? <laughs> 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 it was quite lively, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was the best result in tribunal I've ever had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a lovely image that is. You should probably start reading this case. Okay, so, um, so in this case, the um, the claimant in the original um, employment tribunal worked ET. for the ET, which stands for employment tribunal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the claimant in the original ET worked for the uh, respondent trust. Yes, um, WAS. I think she, in fact, I think she, I think she still works there, from what I understand about the about the judgment. And um, now, between the years 2013 and 2016, she worked as the trust's education and business manager, and she was at managerial grade band eight A, which is absolutely vital. That's that is actually vital, actually, yeah. as you'll see as we go along. So at the time, at the time that the issue in this case arose. The claimant was. It says between the between sixty six and sixty seven years old. I don't know. I don't know how they didn't know exactly how old she was. She presumably had a birthday in the middle of it. But you either are sixty six or sixty seven. Yeah, if the, if the incident stretched across her birthday, she would have been sixty six and sixty seven. So that's what you're saying. She's sixty six. Yes, that's right. Or so maybe she lost a birth certificate and she couldn't remember. Possible. I mean, I think Possibly. my explanation is probably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, diffi- it's, difficult, it's difficult to take advice from a guy who made submissions to a guy. Point taken, actually. <laughs> so, um, the the respondent trust. I'm going to say I'm quite pleased with that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> so the respondent trust they had um, they had in place a recruitment tool, sorry, a recruitment tool uh, which they referred to as the talent pool, which we refer to as TP because we like abbreviations. Now, this uh, was designed to identify future leaders and managers within bands one to seven um, in the managerial grade. Um, I'm I'm probably didn't hear, but this is like the DEFCON stuff that I always get confused about. Is is one the best or the worst? I would assume that one is the beginning. And you go up. And you go up. And DEFCON... Which is the DEFCON one is war, full out war. So it goes three to one. So yeah, one DEFCON is... three is stuff right. might happen. DEFCON two is stuff's gonna happen. 
and stuff. One is it's happening. Is that the same as the COVID tier three? It's tier three. So it's oh, I don't know. Tier yeah. three is war on COVID. Right. Tier one is medium risk. Is yeah. it, no, is it, isn't it high risk tier two? Tier two high, high risk. Tier it goes one, very high, medium high, medium. Yeah. There's no low risk, it seems. Well, there is. But if they said it was low risk, then people would be like, oh, it's low risk, I don't have to worry about it. That's why they can't start on low. Yeah, they should, though. They should have numbers like DEFCON. Put that to Boris, maybe next press conference, maybe write in. Oh, yeah, you could be one of those people who asked him the question. <laughs> okay, so... Um, so yeah, the purpose was to of this talent pool was to uh, identify future leaders and managers within bands one to seven, and it was also designed to retain existing leaders and managers at band eight A and above. Now, bearing in mind the claim that was in band eight A, um, and this talent pool TP was introduced after the claim that was promoted to band eight A. Now, in order to uh, become part of this uh, talent pool there were three ways. The first was to be graded as what is described as exceeding expectations by a line manager in the appraisal system. The second way was um, to appeal to an independent manager if an employee received a grading less than exceeding expectations. And the third way was to put yourself up for nomination for inclusion in the talent pool. Now, the claimant had an appraisal in March 2017 where she was graded as meeting expectations and she did not appeal this grade. She also didn't nominate herself to be part of the talent pool. Now, after this appraisal had taken place, the claimant became aware of uh, an, an opportunity for an alternative role within band 8A, of which she was uh, she was classed as. Hang on. Was she nominated? Did, some, did she just nominate and that was her in the talent pool? Or is it then graded by a manager at that point? Well, she can self-nominate. And yeah. I don't know whether the, the go, you've, you've nominated yourself, we need to assess that. That's now. what I mean. But, so yeah. She would still have to be graded even after self-nomination, wouldn't she? No, the, no, the grading was one way into it. The other way was to go, I want to be part of this. No, I get that's, that. But then having said, I want to be part of it, how did they decide whether she was part of it? Well, I don't know. That's not, that's not really covered in in this they don't really go into detail oh. about that <laughs> so do you, you, do you want to be in the talent pool this is what this is about no, it's not so much that it's just I mean I'm amazed to find myself saying this but I'm kind of interested <laughs> in in becoming a member of the senior management of the Southwest Ambulance <laughs> Services NHS Trust yeah yeah I mean how are your medical skills low per can you drive an ambulance um, can you drive an ambulance? Uh, I, I suspect you need a special license. I could, I could drive one of those fast response vehicles because you don't need a special license for that. Are you talking about in general or legally? I'm because just talking about in general. I imagine the control is the same, no. but legally, I don't think I'd be able to drive. I an think, ambulance. yeah, if I was, sorry, I meant legally I can't, but if like I was fleeing a lot of zombies or something and the ambulance or anything there, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be contacting the zombies again. DVLA. That'd be quite useful. As well, wouldn't it? Because you'd have all the medical supplies ready if you could get bitten. As long as you didn't have somebody in the back who'd been just bitten by a zombie oh, and yeah. turn, because then you'd be so driving and the, the they start banging and scratching on you on, on the, the yeah. compartment. Yeah, and I, I don't know. Some ambulances do they have compartments or can they just come straight through? And I I think it's separated is that out okay? because not, of the zombies, not for any zombie reasons oh. or criminal reasons or anything like that. But I, I suspect it's just more for a one uh, like a sterilization of the ambulance area yeah. 
region. So you could be as messy as you want, yeah. even through pastels, wrappers, all over the driver's I area. I love doing that. I think if I drove an ambulance, I'd mainly, um, whilst uh, working, keep myself fueled using fruit pastels. I like Tutti Fruities. Too chewy, too kind of, it gets stuck in your teeth. Oh, I, don't know. I don't know. Fruit pastels, but jelly babies are my favourite. Oh, jelly babies are nice. I like all of them, so I'd be, I'd be all fine. All jelly babies. Way. All jelly babies. All those sweets you've just mentioned. Yeah, what's your favourite Sweets. Whatever, whatever's there, to be quite. I don't really have a favourite sweet. My favourite chocolate type sweet is um, those uh, um, either munchies, oh. like little Twix, aren't they? I love a little munchie. Or you can get little square after eight ones, I think. Yeah. Yeah, little mint ones. I like little munchies. I think after eight ones. Munchies are quite... You can have munchies, and as a fat man, they're very welcome because... You can eat them and convince yourself you've not eaten that much chocolate. Yeah. Um, so they're quite a nice little treat. Anyway, we're for a while then. Okay, so uh, <laughs> just segueing on there. Um, so as we say, the claimant didn't um, appeal uh, the decision to uh, grade her as just meeting expectations. And later, after she'd received her grade, the claimant became aware of an opportunity for another uh, band 8A role. Now, when the claimant found out about this, she was told that um, the role was advertised through the talent pool. TP. TP, and that she could only apply if uh, the Respondent Trust couldn't recruit. A-S-T. Thank you. If the Respondent Trust couldn't recruit somebody through that talent pool. TP. TP. However... Um, the vacancy did end up eventually being filled through the TP. Talent pool. <laughs> um, so eventually the claimant decided to bring a claim of indirect age discrimination. And uh, this was because she wasn't able to apply for uh, the promotion as a result of not being in the TP. Now, she based this on the uh, on the fact that employees aged 55 and over were underrepresented in the talent pool, the TP. And in the in the original ET decision, they found that employees below the age of 55 had a one in 34 chance of being in the TP, while employees aged 55 or above, which includes the claimant, only have a one in 73 chance of being in the TP. So on the face of it, there was a dis, uh, a, dis uh, a disproportionate impact on employees aged 55 and above. However, the ET did go on to find that the claimant hadn't realistically, and that's their words, realistically tried to gain entry to the TP, mainly because she failed to self-nominate herself and because she didn't appeal the grading that she received in her appraisal. And so the ET determined there was no causal link between the, the PCP and the individual disadvantage. And... In closing, the ET decided that the uh, the talent pool in place, the TP, was a proportionate means of achieving a legitimate aim, which was expressed to be appropriate succession planning by providing partially pre-approved candidates for short-term appointments and secondments. So, in other words, they were saying that they could justify um, the people that were included in the talent pool without claim being included. I also like Turkish Delights. Ah, oh, no. Not a fan, never been a fan of Turkish no. Delights. Um, especially not the like the rose ones you get a roses oh, packet. I don't like those. It's the fries to original like. kind of proper Turkish delight. Yeah. I can uh, yeah, but it's still not my favourite. Oh, okay. Who no. would have a sweet that tastes of a flower? Many tastes of rose, doesn't it? Was it? Yeah, so I suppose. Well, what does rose, rose taste like? Turkish delights. Roses. Taste of rose. I don't know about 
tastes like rose light. Well, it's like saying, what does an apple taste like? It tastes like an apple. I know, but you just said it tastes of rose. What did you, you know? You know what a rose tastes like? Yeah, like, because I've eaten turkey to light, yeah. Yeah, but you need to eat a rose to know what rose tastes like. Well, you? okay, I'm taking their word for it, and they tell me it's rose flavor. Exactly, so it's kind of, <laughs> is that not positive? It tastes like a rose. How do you know? I suppose if you smell a rose. Yeah, but that's smelling, that's not saying. Same thing, doesn't it? No. Yeah. You taste, you get a taste from the smell. Your taste buds just do salty, bitter, sweet. But the actual taste, like the apple taste or the rosy taste, it's just the aroma in your nose. I haven't seen, um, Peanut Yorkies for a while. I've never seen Peanut Yorkies. I'm sure they existed. Or am I had a dream? There was there's <laughs> the ordinary Yorkie, then there's the fruit nut Yorkie. Wasn't there a peanut one in a kind of a brown? I think they've had a few guest appearances from certain flavours, haven't they, in the past? Mm-hmm. Although, mind you, I haven't seen a, a normal Yorkie bar for a while, actually. Have you not? So, no, I just can't seem to find I used to love Yorkies. Yorkies yeah. are great. And they still sell them in the shops. Oh, I know they, I know yeah, they still sell them. I just haven't. Yeah, I just haven't. not living, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen a Yorkie in the shops. Yeah, stop trying to throw shit. I'm not saying it isn't there. I'm just saying I haven't, I haven't seen it. Well, maybe that's your fault. It probably Yorkies. is. Consequence of being as tall as I am, can't get down to the aisles for chocolate. Is that right? Well, it's quite an effort to sort of just like you know sort of lean up and like assess the chocolate. You if it's not eye level contact. When you go into the news agents, you mainly look at the top shelf. I don't go into news agents. Oh. I see. It's pretty definitive. Why did you go into news agents? The co- we were co-ops, like, literally there. Well, that's kind of like a news agent. Are you saying you think you will refuse to go into any No, I'm not saying agents. I refuse to okay. go into news agents, but I have no reason to go into news agents because everything that the uh, news agents would supply is in a shop that is closer to my house. All right, but assuming you're not in your house and there's a news agent, would you refuse to go into the news agent? No. Because the reason I ask that is because the news agent next door to the office, although it's shut now uh, because of coronavirus, the suites there are at eye level beside the counter where the man serves you, so you wouldn't have to bend down. I'll, I'll, I'll visit that news agent then when it reopens. Could save me quite a bit of time and uh, and effort. It seems. Yeah. I mean, so hang on, you would rather travel from your house in Bradford to the office in Leeds and the shop right beside it because you would have to bend over slightly less than going to the co-op beside where you live. If, we, if, if if I was faced with that decision, then I, then I probably would, yeah. But, I, I mean, I'm saying this, I don't even really eat that much chocolate. So I mean, it seems like a it's false rarely, economy. It's rarely a problem that I do encounter, but if if I can make my physical exertions a bit easier. Just, then... just to link it back to the case, that does not seem, Sam, like a proportionate means of achieving legitimate aim. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. Very good. To be honest, I'm looking at page two of the note. and I mean, there's quite a lot left to do. I mean, the essential point, as I understand it from the EAT, appeal tribunals judgment um is that there doesn't have to be a causal link between the disadvantage suffered um by the uh, claimant uh, and the provision criteria or practice operated by the employer so the fact that there was a neutral provision criteria or practice that um placed older employees um at a, at a disadvantage because there were fewer of them in that group um, was enough to establish that she was at a disadvantage, that the group was at a disadvantage, that she was at a disadvantage, um, and therefore there was indirect discrimination. Is there anything else we can talk about to fill the time whilst we're not to this week? Just trying to work out what I can and can't do with myself. Um, thanks to... <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Roll. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay.
I'm sorry for your listeners. Um, child. Have you been experimenting with that then? Disgraceful yeah. behaviour. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. No, I'm trying to work, I'm trying to work out. On a serious point, I, I generally don't know what um, what is allowed and what isn't now, um, because it seems as though nothing has changed. But at the same time, the level of risk has changed and the requirements are still the same as they were before and it just doesn't seem to make any sense yeah you can't go to liverpool i think well there's no danger of that as a man united fan i won't be going there (laughs) so um not even to watch man united in the away game i it it is one of my ambitions to go to anfield to watch a football match but um, why else would you go to anfield if it was not a football match you can watch the the rugby there stadium tour so you did a good result this week in Tribunal, you two. What did, you, what did the client get? Was it eight bottles of wine or something? Yeah. Uh, yes. 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 Sure. Endless nice. supply of wine, um, which uh, was always greatly appreciated. Yeah. yeah. Say endless supply. Well, it will be for me. It'll take, it'll take me a while to go through that. But it will. Because no one else is going through it in my well, house. It's good that it's all red as well and not white, which would... Ruin. Yeah. White wine's all right. It's just if you're in a rush to get drunk... But if you want, <laughs> um, but um, the, yeah, the, the the vineyards of France—that's what they they craft their wine based on. Right, that's going to get smashed really quickly. Yeah, yeah. well, it does for me. My experience with white wine—you know, two glasses—that's it. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Um, you're probably wondering why have they bothered. We're wondering why we bothered, but um, we barely did bother. To be fair. <laughs> I tried. No, I tried. Yeah. I tried. Yeah. And then yeah. ultimately, probably uh, tried. Uh, so that's it. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Cheers.